Hey guys, welcome to Truth Check, the podcast where we invoke critical thought and we dive deeper into scripture to answer questions that you may have in your communities that we typically have in ours. My name is John David. This is my brother Nick. Take it away. How's it going, guys? Welcome back. If this is your first time tuning into True Check today, the way that things are going to kind of go down is I'm going to be the one who's going to be asking the questions, and JD is going to be the one who's going to be answering these questions with sound biblical truth, not based off of our own opinions or based off our own theologies, but solely on what the Word of God says and the Word of God alone. So with that being said, we're going to jump into a topic today that is is kind of <laughs> a lot of people have asked and a lot of people have had different differing opinions on this and uh it's very uh, i can imagine a lot of christians specifically here in america can ask this question and and the question that we're going to be jumping into today is is there a christian political party jd what are your thoughts on this or or what does the word of god say about this man yeah you kind of said it land i mean that this is a western thing i mean you look in the eastern world and and this is this is not a question that they typically have, you know, especially involving Christianity and involving, I guess we could even say, because Christianity involves the church, that the church embodies the kingdom of God. (coughs) So in regards to that, yeah, man, it's, it's a question that can be hard. Let me, let's just go to the Bible. I want to talk about a few things first, and then we'll get to the question. So first, let me say the Bible is not written to Republicans or Democrats or capitalists. It's written to a minority group, right? The Jewish people, and that then through the cross is extended to the entire world. It's written in an ancient culture, right? So it's not written in our culture. And we have to enter into that world to understand that. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of want to break down kingdom real quick. Is that cool? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay. So in the Old Testament, the, the word is Malkut, which means nation. Okay. In the New Testament, it's Basileia, which is the kingdom of God, which, which involves God's effective rule in this world and how he's doing that through the church, okay? Right. So first thing to a kingdom is you have to have a king, right? right. And without a king, you ain't got a kingdom, okay? The second one is that that king has to rule, okay? And ruling is not just by power and authority, but ruling is by redeeming and saving in the Bible. That's how we see rulership, right? Yeah. With, with exile, you know, the Babylonian exile, we have um, God redeeming Israel out of Egypt and bringing them into the promised land. And then now into the New Testament, Christ saves us from the present evil age, right? Galatians 1, Christ died for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. Okay, so we have redeeming. And then secondly is governing. This is lordship, right? That's why we say Lord Jesus, because he governs us. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he, he rules our lives by governing us. Third, you have to have a people, right? In the Old Testament, the people was... The Israelites. Yeah, exactly. In the New Testament, it's the church, man. We, the body of Christ, right? Um, the fourth, kings give laws. So in the Old Testament, it's the Torah, which isn't its savior, because God delivered them out of Egypt first, right? Yeah. And then he gives them the law. So that's the way they maintain their covenant. And in the New Testament, we have two, two versions of this. It's like the Sermon on the Mount with Jesus. And then the teachings of the apostles, which typically goes life by the Spirit, right? Life in the Spirit, Romans 8, Colossians 3, Ephesians 4, right? Galatians 6. So all of those are life in the Spirit. And then finally, you have to have a land, okay? Kingdom, kings and kingdoms have land. And in the Old Testament, it's the promised land. In the New Testament, it kind of takes on the shape of the body of Christ, right? 
Jesus was the one who tabernacled in our midst. He was the embodiment of God, right? Embodiment of Yahweh God. And now he's making that manifest through his church, right? Which we are. So anywhere where covenant people with God, the church, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God is there because the land is typically taken over, right? Right. And so with all of that, with a king and kingdom and rule, what does that sound like to you? Sounds like a nation. A nation, right? Yeah. And a nation has a king. A king, president. A president, right? Doesn't yeah. that sound like a kingdom, like a presidential, the way the president rules? It's like right. its own kingdom, right? Right. So to get to the question is that us, we have to keep in mind that elections matter, right? Right. But Jesus course. is going to rule no matter what. And that matters far, far, far greater is that Jesus is Lord. When I found out that Jesus was Lord, not only when I accepted him, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, Jesus has always been Lord. He wouldn't become Lord when I accepted him. He was already Lord, right? And that's how this is working. So we have God's kingdom, and the body of Christ is embodying that, the church, right? And without the church, the kingdom of God is not making its, its progression. We see this in Ephesians 3 that the kingdom of God is being manifested to principalities and powers by the church through a serving and loving and bringing God's faithfulness into the world around us. Second Corinthians 5, right? Yeah. We, it's, it's the love of Christ that compels us because we have a ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's kingdom. So I, I guess to kind of break it down in simpler terms of what you just said is, is like you said, obviously elections matter elections matter you know because it's it's our president our king that we're that we're saying is going to be over our, our kingdom here on earth right like yeah. in a way That's good. but um so obviously elections matter you know like of of who it is like of who our president's going to be but mm-hmm. in a way of what you're saying is is you're kind of saying that we've prioritize the kingdom here on earth more than we have in the kingdom in heaven yeah. and so it's it's very interesting when you put it that way because I mean, uh, it it's true in a way. We we tend to look at our president um, in a way of, of of being our savior for our nation, mm-hmm. and being like everything that he does is dependent on how America is going to be. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, how many times do do we as Christians honestly look at God and say that okay, yes, our president is our yeah. our quote unquote savior of this nation yeah. but but we a lot of times can fail to realize that that God is our savior in in the kingdom of God yeah. as as us as believers and stuff so you you're not necessarily so yeah. qu- quote me if I'm wrong but you're not necessarily saying that it doesn't matter right whether we choose Republican or Democrat but what you're saying is yes choose who you're going to choose but ultimately make make sure that you have chosen the kingdom of God and that you have exalted the kingdom of God first, yeah, right? Yeah, and understanding how the kingdom of God works. Yeah. Because we typically think that if the church or, or Christ is exalted at the head of our nation, look, God isn't into redeeming America or Denmark or New Zealand. He's, he's in redeeming people within the context of the church, so his kingdom is working through the church. Yes, he wants nations to come under that authority, but it doesn't look the same as way the, the as the way that the rulers of this world work. Right. right? We see in Matthew twenty twenty three, 
25, Jesus says, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But he whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And that's our vocation as image-bearing creatures, inviting people into the kingdom of God, which is his church, right? We can't separate kingdom of God and church because there is no kingdom of God without the body of Christ being or manifesting it. Right. Right. God's kingdom is not of this world, but it is for this world. We see that in John 20 or John, John 18, where he's talking to Pilate. He's saying he's like, you say that you're a king. He says, you say rightly that I am a king, but my kingdom is not of this world. Right. When he says that, he doesn't mean to separate from the world, but he's saying it does not work the way yours works. Yeah. And I came to bear witness to the truth. Yeah. And that's what he's doing is he's bearing witness to the truth, saying this is the way humanity runs and functions by serving, by laying down its life. And we get the great privilege to enter into that. Let me um, do a quote from Eugene Peterson. I know we're about to have to go. A person has to be thoroughly disgusted with the way things are to find the motivation to set out on the Christian way. As long as we think the next election might eliminate crimes and establish justice or another scientific breakthrough might save the environment, or another pay raise might push it over the edge of anxiety into a life of tranquility, we are not likely to risk the arduous uncertainties of the life of faith. A person has to get fed up with the the way of the world before he or before she acquires an appetite for the world of grace. Wow. That's what it is. You are now entering a new kingdom. And by doing that, you become part of the family, the church. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Come on. Well, unfortunately, guys, that's all the time that we have for you today. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on social media at True Check Podcast. Um, And don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, uh, follow on Instagram, and check out our website um, for more devotionals following this podcast and everything like that. Um, We love you guys, and we can't wait to see you next week.